This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. It's a constant struggle for most people, trying to stay on top of everything in your work and personal life without falling behind. We'll have the story. Pay attention to what shows, what media, what people give you energy, and what shows, what media, what people take away your energy. Who do you allow yourself to gossip with? Then, there's a big insurance gap in America. Over a third of parents with children have no life insurance at all. We'll hear from an expert with tips on how to protect your family's future. When parents think about protecting their children, they may think about crib monitors, maybe the right car seat, safe schools. But we found that many of them are not thinking about very basic financial protection. Those two stories and more are straight ahead on this week's InfoTrack. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. If you're finding yourself thinking about work after hours or worrying about personal issues while you're at work, maybe you need to find a little balance in your life. And our next guest knows how to arrange your life's balancing act. She's Deidre Maloney, author of Bogus Balance, Your Journey to Real Work-Life Bliss. So where does this title, Bogus Balance, come from? What does that refer to? Well, the reason I call it Bogus Balance is because our notion of work-life balance as a society is actually not attainable. And I think one of the first things we can do to find real balance and to find real happiness is to stop trying to have it all. So that's what we do is we think if we just get the right organizational system or set some great boundaries that we can have it all and we can do everything perfectly at our work, in our career, with our kids, in our home life. We can make soups from scratch and then make the book club or the golf game and do everything perfectly. And that's just not the case. We have a finite amount of time in the day and a finite amount of energy. So instead of trying to have it all, we need to find our all. And once we accept that, that's the first big step to actual balance. So finding, I guess, the most important thing for you, is that what you mean? It is what I mean. It actually came to me, I do a personal strategic plan every year. And I look at, over the last year, because I own my own company, what projects fed me most and interested me most, what didn't, what people and clients or friends were really healthy and functional and what weren't, what were the activities I loved the most and not. And then it comes down to making choices and saying, these are the things I really want to focus on, which means I'm going to let these other things go. That's not always easy. But when we don't try to do everything, then the things that we do choose to do, we do them well. And because we've chosen them, they're the things that really make us happy anyway. But don't we all have that particular, let's say, Facebook friend who seems to be doing everything perfectly? They're making the chocolate chip cookies and they're keeping their kids happy and they're making all this money. And are you saying that maybe they're faking it and they're not really that successful? Well, let me answer that question by making my own confession, which is that I certainly don't put all of my anxiety and all the real things going on in my life out on Facebook. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make is comparing our insides with other people's outsides and thinking that all these other people have it together. And I think we all know when we're out there on Facebook, we're really putting out our best self, the best of the best, which is fine. But the reality is we're all struggling. We're all getting stressed. We're all trying to figure out how to actually be happy 
and be successful and raise great kids and actually find time for ourselves. And when we actually validate that and know that's what we're trying to do and get real about it, that's when we can actually have the conversation about what am I going to do, what am I not going to do, and then taking the steps to actually have change, which is scary but important. So can you just walk us through some of the steps to this process that you talk about? Sure. So we divide it into several categories in your life. And so we talk about your blissful career and your blissful marriage, your blissful children, your blissful others, the people you surround yourself with, your personal life, and then your blissful you. And you, it really takes self-assessing. That's why it's about finding your all. Your all is going to be different than everyone else's. So what in your career is most exciting and what isn't? What do you spend your time on that you want to and not? Same thing with your family life. What I did for this book, because I certainly don't have all the answers on happiness, is I did a lot of interviews and focus groups with a lot of people who are happy and content and seem to be living a pretty balanced life. They're grace under pressure. Their lives aren't perfect, but they're certainly happy. And so I give out a lot of their tips and a lot of their stories and then lots of exercises on what does feed me and what doesn't. And then walking through actual changes that you're going to make and how to walk through the fear and uncertainty that comes with that. It, it takes courage and it takes guts to be happy in a funny way. But once we decide we're going to do it, then we can make the choices to do it. We have more choices than we think we do. And that's what it comes down to. We're talking on InfoTrack with Deirdre Maloney, author of Bogus Balance, Your Journey to Real Work-Life Bliss. Is there a point, a good point at which to do this self-assessment? You know, a lot of people do these sort of things at the new year, but is there any other time that's particularly appropriate for this? The time to do this is right now. Our lives are short. And I just said this to someone the other day. We were talking about his job and he said, well, I don't hate it. And I said, you know what? Life's too short simply to have a job you don't hate. And so I do mine in December just because, and oftentimes actually in June too, twice a year, just because that's regulated for me. But anytime I'm feeling imbalanced or unhappy or really struggling on, you know what, I think I need to make some changes. I don't exactly know what they are, but I want to give myself some direction and I want that to be intentional. That's the time to do it. Set aside a day and do some reflection. Look at your values. What matters most to you? That should guide all of your decisions because we think we can't make changes. We tell ourselves these bogus stories. We say we have to work until our kids are ready to go to school at the same job and feel stuck. No, we don't. That's a thing we can tell ourselves, but we can make other choices. They're not always easy, but we can. And we should start today. Life's too short not to be happy. It's that simple. It seems like if you you know, follow the media and the news, there are many things that could make you feel unhappy. What's your advice on all of that? It's funny. I just I also have a blog, and I just posted one called The House of Cards Effect. The House of Cards, which I love the show, but every time I watch it, I feel kind of melancholy and morose the rest of the day. <laughs> and my advice is pay attention to what shows, what media, what people give you energy, and what shows, what media, what people take away your energy. Who do you allow yourself to gossip with? Who do you allow yourself to commiserate with more than you need to? Pay attention to those factors and then start to cut some of them out. So if you want to be on top of the news, for me, I have one internet program I read and I watch six minutes at the top of one of the newscasts and I'm done. And I know that when I start to watch the rest of it and I start to feel negative, it's time for me to take the action of shutting that off. So people even on Facebook, I hide people on Facebook all the time who rant in ways that are frustrating to me. I can take that power and I recommend that everybody do that. 
Some people feel that their ultimate goal is to make a lot of money and have a lot of possessions, and yet it seems like the really wealthy people aren't necessarily happy. What's your take on that? I think that's absolutely true. I think a lot of times we go for that big title and that big salary because we think we should. I, for one, am from a generation where my father was in the same job in the same position, just moving up and up and up the ladder for his life because that's what he felt was important. So that was what I was taught. If you like your job or not, it doesn't matter. You need to get the better title and the better salary because that defines you. What I argue is, we need to know that no matter what job we're doing, whether or not we're working at all, or we're trying to find a job, or trying to figure out what really delights us, we're worthy. We don't need a title to back us on that. I think in society, there's this idea that better title, better money, better person. We gotta get over that. And society, frankly, is not going to get over that. So we need to do that ourselves and surround ourselves with people who will help us do that and know that we're worthy no matter what we're in. As long as we have a life that makes us happy, where we feel like we're doing what we want to do and we're prioritizing and really focusing on that, that's where the gold is and that's where the value in your life comes from. And how about health and wellness? Sometimes these things seem out of our control. For example, if we get some disease or have some other health issue, how do you deal with that sort of thing? Certainly, no life is perfect, and I know that. And, and some people have financial obligations that are very, very difficult, or health situations that are very difficult. Part of it is when those things happen is how we choose to handle it, how we choose to surround ourselves with people who are going to support us, and why we make the choices we make. When my dad was diagnosed with stage four melanoma cancer, he chose to go on with his life and be healthy and be as positive as he could and live every day as much as he could. And that actually helped him prolong another 10 years with stage four melanoma. Now, part of that was luck, no doubt. But when you don't feed your body with toxins and negative energy and this kind of everything's going to be terrible tomorrow and you make choices about who you surround yourself with and the activities you take part in, you're going to get better energy to live every part of your day to your best while you're having to deal with difficult stuff because difficult stuff will come up. But we have choices about what we do with that and how we deal with it and the people we surround ourselves with while we're dealing with it. So figuring out what matters most to us and prioritizing and focusing on those things with everything we have, knowing we have more choices than we think we do, and surrounding ourselves with people who will help us get there in a positive way, huge steps you can take. Well, the book is Bogus Balance, Your Journey to Real Work-Life Bliss. Deidre Maloney is the author, and you can check her website at makemomentum.com. Deidre, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you so much for having me. Next, if something happens to you, will your family face financial ruin? An insurance expert has helpful advice. Coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.